Welcome in everybody to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey B, Joe Pizapia, and today we're going to take a look at the NBA rest of season. That's right, the All-Star game is in the books. So now we're in the stretch run of the NBA season into the playoffs. And to help me break it down is my good pal from my sports grid days, the one, the only Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician himself. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at spitting speeds. That's with a, a Z at the end because he's That's way right. cooler than me. Uh, we have the same hairstyle. We have a lot of the same outlooks on life. Dane, it is great to have you here for a little NBA talk today, my friend. I got to ask you this. My question is, did you watch the slam dunk contest on Saturday? Did you watch the elimination chamber from WWE Saturday? Or because you have a six month old boy now in the house did you just watch your eyelids on saturday night so it's very interesting you asked this joe and like usually we talk football we talk baseball we're getting more well-rounded and i like that uh -huh. thanks for having me the answer to your question is all of the above my friend the beautiful part about the slam dunk contest though is you know you can just like record it and fast forward through it and basically see the entire thing of what you actually needed in about 10 minutes but uh on elimination chamber i think montez ford is the name to keep an eye on but that's a different topic for a different day that's a different show you can come on my my wrestling show and talk about that but anytime let me tell you i'm just happy the guy who won the dunk contest actually made the dunks on the first attempt some of these yes. years they take it six or seven times to make a dunk it kills the whole thing man it Absolutely. just kills the whole momentum so after you make the spectacular dunk after five attempts who cares i don't know but look we've got a lot of attempts left to make some money and if you're watching us on the youtube channel and you should be because we've got amazing programs here like the daily juice and of course the betting pros pod and some live streams we've got nfl draft right around the corner Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash betting pros. And if you leave a comment behind on this video, you get a chance for a free premium upgrade at betting pros. So whether you're looking to access exclusive picks, top rated player props, or customize analysis of your betting performance, betting pros premium has the tools you need to cash more bets. That's what we're about here. Cashing more bets, plain and simple. So don't wait for the giveaway. If you don't want to, you can sign up at bettingpros.com slash upgrade and start betting smarter and not harder. But I will tell you this, if you want to throw your hat in the ring, go for it and leave a comment below on the video. And Dane, let's start here at some of the yeah. teams on the bubble. Uh, we're looking at the NBA standings right now. Obviously, we have Brooklyn Nets making a lot of changes in the last few weeks to the team. <laughs> we have the New York Knicks sitting in the sixth spot. The Heat are in the seventh spot. And then the Atlanta Hawks are in the eighth spot as of right now with the Wizards and Raptors right on their tail we're looking at uh what the mark is here at bettingpros.com you've got the knicks at minus 400 to make the playoffs the hawks at minus 162 and then it jumps to plus 164 for the raptors plus 184 for the wizards in the east do you see any yeah. value on these teams that are in the plus money or do you think it's the knicks and the hawks for these last few spots so I don't think it's the Knicks and the Hawks in the last few spots. Ooh. And to be quite honest, in a lot of places where you could bet make the playoffs, you could also bet miss the playoffs. It's like make miss playoffs under over on mm -hmm. the win total. And the team that I would actually be looking to fade is the Atlanta Hawks, Joe. Okay, this is a team that just fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. This is a team that was looking to potentially sell John Collins at the trade deadline. A lot of teams were looking for, for a guy like him. And so to me, it doesn't seem like – it's trending in the right direction for Atlanta. And it's very tight. You mentioned the standings, right? You got a team like Washington, a team like Toronto, other teams behind them that I think can overtake them. And I think missing the playoffs is a better bet for Atlanta because even if they do finish nine or 10, that miss playoffs is after the play-in tournament happens. You got to get the, the, the kind of fine print correct on that. Making the playoffs or making the play-in tournament are different actual bets. So make sure you check for 
for me, I'm fading Atlanta in the East. I could see a Washington. I could see some of these teams actually hopping Atlanta. And to be quite honest, I think Atlanta is going to look a lot different next year. We thought about mm-hmm. DeJounte Murray coming in, that him partnered with Trey Young was going to kind of help them take that next step. It hasn't really happened. There's been dissension, the Trey Young and McMillan issue about practice during the year. It seems like they're going in the wrong direction. And with the 25 games left, I don't think they have much to play for. I think they're sinking like a stone, Joe. So are you looking at the Raptors and at the plus 164? Or you're looking at the Wizards at plus 184. You want to go a little deeper? Sure. Of those, Toronto would be the team for me because going into the trading deadline, a lot of people thought Toronto would be crazy sellers, right? We heard about potential deals for Fred Van Fleet. We heard about potential deals for Siakam or OG Ananobi. None of those actually happened, right? So now that we're kind of past that threshold, I think they're still kind of complete. They got uh, Jakob Pertl from San Antonio. And so they didn't break it down in the way that a lot of people maybe expected. So I think they could be a team that hops. So if we're talking purely about make the playoffs, there's what I would think is the smart money for Toronto to be that team to hop Atlanta as I'm talking about. So there you go. The native New Yorker fading the Knicks, everybody. Make sure you're taking notes on this. No, go the make Knicks are going to make it. The Knicks are oh, going to make it. Oh, you I'm just don't want to bet on them. The, yeah, oh, you're fading the Hawks too. Well, I thought the at the Hawks. beginning you said I don't think about the, the Knicks necessarily too. No, because I'm not going to take them because to me – Because of the number, the you're just not going to take it. It's the gone. number and also okay. there is that clarification on make the play-in tournament – and make the playoffs, right? The Knicks could be one of the teams that make the play-in tournament, but then maybe, you know, maybe they defecate the mattress at MSG in the (laughs) play-in tournament. I could see that happening as well, but I think they'll, you know, make it to the next threshold. All right, let's talk about the next threshold in the West for a second. Let's talk about the Golden State Warriors at minus 320 to make the playoffs. Same as the Sacramento Kings, that same number. New Orleans Pelicans are at minus 168 and the Minnesota Timberwolves at minus 154. So looking at this grouping right now, you have New Orleans in the seventh spot, the T-Wolves in eight, the Golden State Warriors at nine, and then the Oklahoma City Thunder at 10. You got the Jazz, the Trailblazers, and the Lakers sitting there at 27 wins in the standings, just trying to, you know, kind of hold on for dear life. So the West, in your opinion, is this one a little bit more wide open because of some of the caliber of players we have? Or do you think this is another one where you're looking at, hey, like the teams that are going to, you know, like the Golden State Warriors are going to turn it on the second half. I feel like that's everybody's MO in the NBA is like, oh, we'll just turn it on the second half. Is that a dangerous game to play, though, with these teams? And if so, where are you going to put your money when it comes to this Western playoffs and these teams that are still on the bubble. It is a dangerous game to play. Ultimately, yes, I do believe the Warriors will be in the main field. I don't know if that's flipping the light switch on or not or just getting healthy. But the real mm. team that I would be taking here to make the playoffs is due to health and Joe, it's the New Orleans Pelicans, okay? I think they are better than their current standing situation right now. Eventually, Zion Williamson will come back, although there are updated reports that he had a little bit of a setback with the hamstring. He's going to miss a couple more weeks, but I do think he will be back. And this is a Pelicans team that was missing Brandon Ingram for a lot of the year. He is now back. I love what they're doing in, you know, with CJ McCollum and Valentin. I think they have a good team so much that they were in the top four when they were all healthy earlier in the season. I think the injuries has kind of gotten to them a little bit, but I expect them to have Zion return and play well enough, even at what I think is minus 160 or so. I'm not going to pay the minus 320 like you're talking about for Golden State, but minus 160 for New Orleans. I think that's still okay. That would be the team on the list that actually gets to the window and clicks submit. 
switching gears to the conference winners right now in the East, the Boston Celtics have a half game lead over the Milwaukee Bucks right now. In terms of the betting lines, we're looking at the Celtics at plus 115 to win the East, the Bucks at plus 185. Then after that, we could talk about the Sixers and anybody else you want to. But let's talk about these two teams at the top. It's very close right now, but Vegas is telling you they're favoring the Celtics in a big way. Do you see the East in the same light? Not necessarily, Joe. I think this is not the two-horse race that everybody is framing it as. I got to tell you the truth. I think it's a three-horse race, and I do like Philly. So we could talk about that later on. But of the two teams, I think Boston is better. I think they are the deserving favorite. I think they play, if you're a soccer fan, you know, there's that concept of playing the beautiful game. And I think the ball movement is there with Boston. I think that they have the experience, have been there. And I think Jason Tatum is having his ascension happen over this year. So I do think that Boston is the deserving favorite, right? The question is, Mm -hmm. do I like the value at that number? And if I'm looking at values with what the prices are right now, give me the Philadelphia 76ers at like six to one or plus 650, wherever it is. I think they are on the same tier as Milwaukee and as Boston. I think they have the combo you need in Embiid and Harden in the same way Boston has a Tatum and Brown. But Joe, when we talk baseball, you know all the time, when we get to the playoffs, right? It's not about Mm -hmm. the studs. It's do you have that like game three starting pitcher? Like who's that other extra dude, right? And to me, I believe the most critical name in the Eastern Conference, it's not a high price name, it is Tyrese Maxey of the Philadelphia 76ers. He is their third scorer, about 20 points a game. I think he is going to take a step forward. I think he is going to be that additional scoring option along with Embiid and Harden that makes Philly pretty much just as good. They're only a couple of games back. And for me, Joe, the idea that the price is so much different, I think the value is on Philadelphia. Embiid could be the best player on the floor in any game the 76ers play. I think the value is with Philly, and I think it's a crime that it's not being built as almost three teams on that top tier instead of two. Now, as it relates to Milwaukee, Joe, I'm willing to fade the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, I have seen in playoff series before in a seven game series, good defensive teams come up with ways to stifle Giannis. Okay, I don't know if I believe in Middleton or Holiday to be that Robin to the Batman. Okay, I'm not sure that they I know they've gotten there before, but I don't know that that's what I'm going to ride. I think Boston is better. And I think Philly have the horses and are underrated to be on tier one B. It's fascinating you said that, too, because if you look at the Sixers right now, you can get them at plus 650 over on FanDuel and at points bet specifically in those two spots, plus 550 at BetMGM and at DraftKings Sportsbook. So you can still get really good numbers in Philadelphia. And we just talked about it. Hey, they are three games behind Boston. If you believe that they're a little bit more battle tested, then why not them at the end of the day for the Eastern Conference? Fascinating, too, because uh, I thought you were just probably going to roll with Boston there because that seems like the consensus. But I love that you went outside the box with Philly there at the plus 650. And you're right. The playoffs are a whole other bag. You know, at the end of the day, well, listen, you have Joe, to have that other gear inside you, just like in baseball. You got to have that. You know, you, the team that wins 100 games in the regular season is not always the team. Just ask me. I'm a loser Mets fan that goes ahead and wins <laughs> the World Series. And that's, that's the right. thing. You have to have the horses and you have to have the guys who have the experience level to get it done in the big spots. And look, if you think the 76ers are that right now, you're getting a phenomenal number there. 
Yeah, I mean, they are the third choice, right? And like you mm -hmm. said, I'm getting six to one, plus 650 in some places. And don't get me wrong. I believe Boston is a deserving favorite, okay? But as six to one versus plus 115, I'm going to take my shot on Philadelphia. I do believe Philadelphia is better or could beat Milwaukee in an Eastern Conference semi. And remember, now Giannis got banged up in the All-Star game, and he's going to be reevaluated, right? So could it be that when we right. are standing at the playoffs, it's Philly that's the two seed. That's Philly that has home court advantage in that kind of series. If I was just going to ask you that. How important that in your mind is that yeah. Potentially to get that home court advantage. And do you think the 76ers being only three games out have a shot at the one? You know, I think, again, I think Boston is a deserving favorite. I'm not going to come okay. on here and start throwing shade sure. to Boston. I not. think it can be Boston as a one, but I do think Philly um, can get Milwaukee for the two. And I believe that Philly is the kind of team where home court advantage does matter. If you look at the 76ers record at home over the last couple of years, it is it is dramatically different. They are one of those teams that do enjoy a home court advantage. And the last thing I'll say about Philly, and I'm going to say it again about teams in the West. I think Philly is one of those teams where the NBA playoff television schedule and how far stretched out it is benefits Embiid and Harden and these veteran kind of teams. You know, we know those guys have missed time here and there, but the fact that they could play a game on Sunday and may not have to play again until Wednesday, you know, during the playoffs, I think helps those kinds of teams. So in the Eastern Conference, Boston deserves all the accolades they get. And I throw up in my mouth a little bit saying that as a New Yorker, <laughs> right? But if I'm going to take a shot to try to beat them, it's going to be with the 76ers. And you get a good number to do it too. I mean, 6-1, that's a pretty good number. Let's talk about the West for a second here. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns at the top at plus 220. That's the consensus. The Denver Nuggets at plus 300 right around there. Then the Clippers at plus 500. The Grizzlies at seven and the Mavs at eight, along with the Golden State Warriors at nine. Again, this is to win the West. Now, the Clippers might be adding potentially Westbrook. So it's mm -hmm. a fascinating potential uh, move there for the Clippers. Do you think that that move is going to make a difference for them to be the team that comes out of the West or the Suns still the team to beat the way Vegas is telling us? So. I am on the Clippers, Joe. You are correct. I am okay. on the Clippers. And here's the thing. Again, you know how I call Boston a deserving favorite? Like, if it all comes together for Phoenix, right? Yeah, you get Kevin Durant. You already have Booker. You have the big man in the middle, and you mm -hmm. apparently have the orchestrator in CP3. But I got to tell you the truth, Joe. Last year in the playoffs, Chris Paul looked old. OK, he looked like he could be had if you want to know the truth. He looked like he wasn't ready for that next level of play. So I'm a little bit down on Phoenix. And also, Joe, you know this with every sport we talk about. We are already 70 percent through like the regular season. You're going to tell me you're just going to put Kevin Durant and drop him on that roster and everything's going to be Shangri-La and hunky dory. I don't <laughs> know that that's the bet I'm willing to make. Right. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. what I think the Clippers did in the trade deadline. I like, okay, they 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 get rid of their two point guards that they had that were kind of needed the ball in Wall and Reggie Jackson, okay? Mm -hmm. They allow Terrence Mann to now be this younger point guard who doesn't have to be selfish. Their bread is buttered with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's the, the Tatum and Brown, right? You know, the two great wing players that they have. Those are championship caliber players. Kawhi has done it before. The schedule being stretched out favors guys like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in the West. And I like what they did. They get Eric Gordon, who's another legitimate veteran scorer, right? They 
they get also Mason Plumley, who's a legitimate big that can really help uh, Zubox down low or kind of be his, uh, you know, his fill-in later on or mm-hmm. the bench guy there, right? I like a lot of the moves they made. And Russell Westbrook is kind of last chance saloon for him in my opinion, right? He's got to do it right. He knows he has veterans, guys that he respects, and he's still in LA, which is his hometown and would be the way to stick it to that Crosstown team in LA as well. So I know everyone's on Phoenix, right? And everyone thinks that Kevin Durant equals championship, and it might. But once again, give me, I think you said it's the same kind of level, right? Five or six Mm -hmm. to one. I believe the Clippers are that team that are built well with the veterans that have that experience that are the value play there. And um, Denver, to me, is is really good. (laughs) Is really good, right? And Jokic may win his third. Come on, there's a but coming. I know there is, but. The but is who is the second, who is the Robin? You know, right. if I made the analogy to you, Joe, that, you know, Jokic was similar to like what I just said about Giannis and Milwaukee in the East. Mm-hmm. Right. Do I believe that Jamal Murray can be that guy? Now, I've seen it. He went off in the bubble. He went absolutely off in the bubble, yeah, dropping 50 yeah. in playoff games. So to me, Jamal Murray, you know, how I said Tyrese Maxey is that random guy that I think can really mm-hmm. tell the story in the in the East. I think Jamal Murray may be that in the West. If Jamal Murray shows us and demonstrates and continues to improve coming back from injury, that he is a legitimate all-star caliber Robin to the Jokic Batman, then I think you truly have to consider Denver as well. They have the experience. They'll have the potential three-time MVP. But to me, I'm going to go with the Clippers because that's a better number. I have to still see Murray, you know, be completely back to what he once was. Yeah, I love the breakdown, Dane. It's fantastic. And uh, I'll tell you what, we were talking about the Clippers and you're talking about the 76ers. You are going to get some really good numbers still out there. The Clippers are plus 500. The consensus yeah. on betting pros, 500 at BetMGM on the plus side. Same at FanDuel. Uh, some places have it at 475, but you still get lots of fives out there. So go ahead and take advantage mm-hmm. of it. Use the app. Go find ways to take advantage of these numbers that are out there because Dane's throwing some great stuff out there. Question for you, Dane. Do you think Westbrook can finally assimilate into a winner in this situation? I, I, I think that's the looming question for all of us. And you you are right. The hourglass is tipped to the other side now. So right. is it time for him to finally recognize that and finally be that guy? That's why I call it that. So I think it's possible here for a couple of reasons. I think that that's the opportunity. Remember, I called it last chance saloon kind of for him. Right. right? Yeah, and on some level, like. he's got to respect that. And here's the thing. In the buyout market, he had other opportunities. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me, he picks L.A. That, in, in my opinion, that has to show some modicum of respect and desire to play with Paul George, to play with Kawhi right. Leonard, right? Or is it the revenge of sticking is, it to the other L.A. too? That's the question. Almost irrelevant. All of the above, right? Yeah. And, but I think yes. to him that means it's time to be a good soldier. Let's take a quick break in the action to tell you about BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today with BetMGM and use that promo code BETTINGPROS when you do, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, and don't forget to use that promo code BETTINGPROS. That's one word, BETTINGPROS, when you sign up today. And now, back to the action. Let's see who soldiers on to the NBA championship. Boston Celtics, plus 280 on the board right now, outright. Milwaukee Bucks. 
Bucks plus 430, the Suns at plus 450, then you have the Nuggets at 750, the Clippers at plus 1100. So if you're riding the narrative of Westbrook, you're getting a fantastic number plus 1100 there, the 76ers plus 13. So who has the goods right. go all the way in your opinion? And look, you can take some shares here and spread them around, spread the different units if you want to go with a favorite and then hedge a little bit with an underdog somewhere else. Who do you think or how do you think you spread around the love for the NBA title? Yeah, so if I am already in on these five or six to one choices to win the conference, right? Like I'm telling you, I believe that we're going to get a Philadelphia, Los Angeles um, NBA finals. If I'm just pushing forward with that, I've got something that says that this could actually be the chance and time for Joel Embiid and James Harden and Rivers and Daryl Morey. It could actually happen. So if I'm going to continue on with that and plant the flag, I'm planting the flag with the city of brotherly love in this one. I think they are ridiculously under-respected, and I'm getting, I think, 12 or 13 to 1 to do that when I truly believe that in any game, I could have the best player on the court in Joel Embiid. Embiid. They're going to have to, whoever it is out West is going to have to figure out how to adjust to Joel Embiid. And I think that could mm-hmm. be the trump card, as it were, in the NBA finals. Now, don't get me wrong. I love what I'm talking about here with the Clippers. Don't get me wrong. You could see Denver. And wouldn't that be great with a Jokic and Embiid matchup kind of in the finals? But if I'm going to go that route, right, I'm going to stick with Philadelphia. Now, if I'm going to take another approach because I have nice numbers for the conference champions already crazily enough the other way i would do it would be to just kind of as almost a hedge put a couple of shares on the boston celtics because i do believe they are the best team in the nba and i do believe they have been the best team in the nba all season long there you have it all right let's hit mvp and then i want to ask you real quick about some of the rest of the regular season how we can make some money in the nba the number on Jokic started at plus 850. Now it's at minus 240. You have Embiid at plus 600, uh, the best odds you could find there. Uh, is anybody going to catch Jokic at this point, or is it just over? So I think it's over, Joe. <laughs> I, well, I think well, it's you look over. At the rest of the boards, money. Look, Rookie of the Year is over. Uh, there's yeah. a few other ones that feel like it's it's kind of yeah, over here Most already. Player, but. it could still be a two or three horse okay. race. You got Brunson and Markinen, I think one other. But here's the thing, and I, I love what you said earlier in the show, or maybe it was even us just you know chopping it up even beforehand. That with an award like this. You have, oh, to see a path. It's a media you have to see a path yeah, to the narrative. narrative, right? You have to see the path to the narrative, right? So the question for me, the only potential kind of bubble to Jokic doing this again, because to be honest, Joe, he's playing better this year than he did in his previous mm-hmm. two years where he won MVP. He's averaging a triple-double. So the only way the narrative comes, Joe, is if they just don't want to give him three in a row, right? And then it just has to be someone else's turn, Okay. Or the 76ers win the East. And if the 76ers vote in the East, that. they it's, vote it's, before that, though. They vote before they actually get to the finals, I believe. You no, know? no, but I, I mean, like, the, no, I mean, that just not get the number one seed and make this they huge push like and become the one dog. Fair. I'm saying if they ascend like that a couple fair. games out, maybe it maybe it starts to shorten a little bit. But minus 240, that's a fair amount of juice. I don't even know if there's any value on it anymore. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And right. So yeah. that's that's where it is. Like, yes, I do believe it's over. But, you know, these things are freaky sometimes and the narratives do change in that universe. 
first, Joe. If you look at the next three choices, right, it's the studs of the top three teams in the Eastern Conference. It's Giannis, it's Embiid, and it's Tatum. Mm-hmm. If I don't think the narrative is good for Embiid. He was right there as a favorite with Jokic for most of the season last year. And then everybody started to slurp Jokic and magically it happened. Giannis also already has the MVP, right? So if you look at the number for Tatum, we're talking 15 to 1 there. And yeah. he if you want to go away from the three-peat for Jokic and you think about it, the narrative of the best player on the best team, I've told you I think Boston is the best team in sure. the NBA all season long. Tatum is truly having a starting last year in the playoffs, all this year. He dropped 55 to set a record in the all-star game. He is becoming that alpha dog face of the league kind of guy, if not Jokic. I think Tatum is worth a sprinkle at something like 16 or 17 to one. Yeah, it's a huge number on him right now. All right. Uh, you always bring extra credit here, which is why I love you. I asked you to come on the show. He said, I got sure. more stuff for you than even what you planned. <laughs> so let's talk about the regular season, how you can kind of fatten your bankroll as the regular season kind of comes to this final push in the NBA. I know you got some helpful hints for all sure. of our audience. So what do you got for us? Yeah, a couple of things that I'll bounce off of you, Joe. And, you know, it just stands to reason, you know, we are in this sprint of like 20, 25 games left, right? But mm-hmm. The bad teams are bad, and we know who those teams are right now. Right. And those teams, especially when they go on the road, if you see the San Antonio Spurs, the Charlotte Hornets, the Houston Rockets, these kinds of teams on the road, and you know you see it at an eight-and-a-half-point spread or something like that, I'd be willing to bet that home favorite against these bottom feeder teams, even at alternate lines. Okay, forget giving me minus eight and a half to beat the Houston Rockets. I'll take minus 13 and a half to beat the Houston Rockets because these guys are laying eggs. They don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. That want to is not there. And we will see tons of blowouts, I believe, towards the end of the regular season. That's what this is really rooted on, right? So when I see a legitimate team at home against one of these bottom feeders, I'm not only taking the number, I'm looking for alternate numbers. Numbers at plus money. That's one thing. Okay. The other thing I said, there's no defense with these teams. There's no defense in the NBA at all. Joe, oh, it's ridiculous don't get me started on these that. days. So I'm, I'm my favorite thing is when overs. I watch one of those 30 for thirties or one of those old things that they watch yeah. in these Pistons games where yeah. it looks like people are legitimately being murdered in the paint. It's just yes. crazy. And that's not all the basketball I grew up on. And it's just, it's a completely different game there. And I always felt like, well, the team that can really actually play some physical defense has such a great advantage over everybody else because nobody's willing to do it physically anymore for right. some reason. I don't know. You it's know, just Charles a different Oakley game. Charles and you know? Anthony Mason are not coming Please through that window. Me. You know what I mean? On the, the East used to be just a brutal, I mean, uh, going was. through that. Eastern Conference, whether it be even the Bulls. I mean, they were they were no cakewalk either. Oh, physically. No, they were physical. They were very physical yeah. team back then. Absolutely. But you're right. They we had Jeff so what Van happens Gundy to these hanging on guys' legs? Remember that? <laughs> that, was the, that was the way Well, here's the question was. for you. So what happens yeah. now in this world where you don't have defenses? Like as if you're in a That's game, watch a game, people just checking out. Yes. Because here's the thing. All these dudes, the guy who's the 10th man on the Portland Trailblazers, the guy, he was probably Mr. Basketball in his state in high school, Joe. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And one thing these guys can all do is score. One thing these guys can't all do is put in the effort or the discipline required to play defense, okay? So that's why another thing for the rest of the season is I would lean overs, okay? I would lean overs in these games, even when there is margins and blowouts. And the last thing, and you know this, Joe, because we've talked live betting a lot, Mm-hmm. is I guess the way to frame it is believe in the blowout when it's starting to happen. 
Okay. Right. If you got a team that's getting that 10, that 10 0 run, that's growing a, a margin from seven to 13 points, believe that there could be a 20 to 25 point blowout on the horizon and get that number live before it continues to move because you'll blink and that live number will be double what it is. And you can kind of trust that games will kind of get out of hand, especially late in the regular season. All right. There you have it. Great stuff from Dane Martinez. As always, please, for love of God, go follow him on the Twitter machine at Spittin' Speeds again. S-P-I-T-T-I-N-S-P-E-E-D-Z. That's right. I spelled it for you. Uh, Dane, it's always great to have you on. Thank you so much for all the insight for the end of the NBA season. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon to talk more about who knows NFL, more NBA, NFL draft. Who knows where the world's going to take us? I know you can do all of the above. So go give him a follow on Twitter. And thanks for hanging out. Go make some bets too, everybody. Some good stuff there from Dane. And don't forget to drop a comment below here on the YouTube channel to win a free upgrade to our betting pros product. And if you don't want to wait for, you know, the hand of God to anoint you as somebody who's already won that, then go to bettingpros.com slash upgrade and just go upgrade because we are here to help you cash more bets, plain and simple. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Dane Martinez, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids.